What's the special education bus schedule at your school? That's what we're going to talk about today on the Special Education Inner Circle Podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Witcher, and I posted something up on Instagram, I don't know, last week or so, and it was a picture of the special education buses as I was sitting in carpool line waiting for my stepson. I could see the buses that were getting loaded much earlier than the general dismissal time. And I took a little picture and I posted it up there and I put a little poll that said, uh, you know, do you have an earlier dismissal time for the students who are taking special education transportation? And uh, the question was, yes, and it bothers me. Yes, and it doesn't bother me. Uh, no, and I don't know. And I can tell you this started a conversation that was just um, heated. It was very, very heated. And this topic of busing has been a big conversation in special education for a very long time. And it probably will continue to be. So when we talk about busing, a lot of times we're talking about a child who needs to be a bus across town to a different school because the services that they need are not provided at their home school. That's actually not the conversation for today. Okay. This is just a conversation that I want you to be aware that if you are a parent, you need to ask these questions because number one, when I asked that poll, a lot of parents didn't even think to ask what time their students were being dismissed and, or I should say this, or they didn't think to ask until they figured out that their child's school schedule was different than the other students and a significant amount of education time was being missed. So number one, if you don't know what your child's bus schedule is or dismissal or arrival schedule is compared to the general education peers, if you're a parent, could you please check that out? Could you please just ask? Now, here's the thing. I don't want to start any tension where there doesn't need to be, but I also don't want something to happen for the entire school year. And then you figure out, you know, when it's May, you're like, how come nobody told me? How come I didn't know? Now, some of the answers on that poll were, I, why would it bother anybody? Like, why is it a big deal? And it's because of what I just kind of mentioned there is a lot of times there are situations where students are missing 10 minutes at the end of the day, which, okay, but if you add up 10 minutes plus 10 minutes plus 10 minutes, that's a lot of 10 minutes, okay? Or 10 minutes turns into 15 or into 20 or into 30. In fact, I had an administrator who messaged me and said, yeah, we were out of compliance and that it was in Alabama. And um, she had to be basically like the arrival and dismissal uh, police and making sure that the exact minutes of the school day were being executed for students who are on IEPs because in the past, their school day was significantly shortened due to the arrival and dismissal of the buses. So it's just something that we need to pay attention to. It's details like this. It's the questions that need to be asked that we're not thinking about. You know, I'm talking all the time about 12 hard IEP questions that you need to ask, and you can get that at iepchecklist.com. So you want to know which questions you need to be asking so you're not kind of left in the dark. Now, if you are a teacher, a professional, and you're like, oh, oh, I never thought about that this could have a negative impact on a larger scale if we don't keep this under control, just be aware of this. It's very important. It's also important, there was a parent who messaged me and said uh, that she now drives her child 
to and from school because her child was arriving much later than the other students. So missing like that whole morning meeting kind of uh, time where the kids get to gather and socialize a little bit and then, you know, go through the calendar activities for the day. So their child was missing all of all of those activities. And then they were also leaving. So they were missing the end of the the day wrap up and some social time at the end of the day. So now the parent is driving the child because the bus couldn't accommodate the schedule. I asked the parent, is she being reimbursed for providing that transportation since the school cannot provide transportation that gets the child to and from school at the times that they need to be? She didn't know that she could ask. And of course, ask in writing. And there's a whole process into parents being reimbursed for transportation when transportation is not being provided appropriately for the child to access school. But there is that option in many situations. I want you to also be aware of that the things like bus driver shortages, that's something that absolutely is happening, but it's not something that should impact the child's ability to get to and from their school day at the proper times. So that, again, they shouldn't be arriving late or um, arriving even too early. That has happened also. We had some comments about that too. Like, yeah, my student's getting there 30 minutes ahead of time and they're doing nothing. So they have to get up earlier and then they have a longer bus ride and then they're at school earlier and it just makes for uh, a long day in a way where it shouldn't be. So there's a lot of things that need to be taken in consideration when it comes to busing. And this should not be something that we think about later. It's something that we need to think about now. It's something that we need to pay attention to and we need to address it. And again, for all of my staff members who are listening here, this is something that can cause quite a stir if we are not transparent and honest about it. Parents, this is something you'd be very frustrated with yourself for not asking earlier if you're not aware if the arrival and dismissal is at the same time. And uh, again, I want to encourage you to go get those 12 questions at iepchecklist.com so you can ask about the busing, but then also go follow these questions. And this list of questions at iepchecklist.com, this list of questions is for parents, teachers, admins, and therapists. It's questions that need to be asked before you sit down at the next IEP meeting so we don't have surprises or we don't have these details that seem like, well, we'll take care of that later or it will all be okay these are the kind of things that snowball. So make sure you know what is the busing schedule. Let's make sure that all students are getting their full school day. Of course, if we need some adjustments due to um, safety or sensory overload, we can make adjustments that are reasonable. I'm not saying that, that everything has to happen at the same time for all students. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that we, if we're making adjustments, they need to be reasonable and we need to have communication about them. And then don't forget to go grab your checklist at iepchecklist.com. I'll see you guys next time.